0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Greetings, salutations, and hello to all of my listeners, my Unlucky Lounge rats. Good to see you've walked back this way to the Unlucky Lounge for a brand new episode of Draft and Draft Friday Night Podcast Edition. My name is Corey, your limited lore master, denizen of the Unlucky Lounge, and with me as always is the bear tastic bear tender that can not only make you a great Hedron Latte, but perhaps a nice, spicier brew as well. His name is Borok, my bear friend. Are you ready to dip back into some Tinker's Cube action? <gasps> oh, you know I am as well, my dear bear friend but before we dip back and tinker away at some cube drafting a few bits of housekeeping and upkeeping as always this podcast is brought to you by the believe podcast network check them out com or wherever you download your audio goodness keep your midday blues away with believe and find us on all the socials get into the conversation we want to see the decks that you draft we want to hear what gets you excited so find me on twitter on Twitch, on YouTube, and now on TikTok as well, friends. I know I'm 24 months or so late to the TikTok game, but I have had a lot of fun putting together some short videos. So come and find me there at my handle, Draft and Draft and DraftAndDraftCory as well. And if you're finding joy out of the show, consider finding us on Patreon. Patreon.com backslash DraftAndDraft. Draft. Help us keep the lights on here in the Unlucky Lounge. Well, friends, that's enough of the housekeeping and the upkeeping. The Sorcerer's Broom is put back into the Conjurer's Closet, and MTGA has Tinkerer's Cube Draft here, and it is so much Fun. It might be a little bit less powerful than the previous cube iteration, but that's how Tinker's cube has gotta be. We gotta get some more flair from the commons and uncommon slots that are already built into all of the MTGA client. This means there are some very strong build-arounds. Green White Enchantments is definitely a deck. Grixis slash Demir control also light pungent and I have had a lot of fun trying to brew up some life game decks as well but we're going to see what we can tinker with and what these packs open up for us but before we get this draft rolling I want y'all out there to grab a drink grab a snack maybe crack a pack it's time for a tradition here known as the untapped step ah Telling y'all, it's a little bit of drafting fried. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fits just right. And the radio Okay, Borok, I get it, not a fan of country music, but you might not be a fan of country music, but I hope you're a fan of what we're going to open here in Pick 1 Pack 1 of our Arena Cube Draft. We see at the top and Feed Artisan, that is the kind of creature pod variant that grows with number of creature cards in your graveyard. For hybrid Golgari Golgari as a 1-1 one, one for 2. We also have Roshalek, Apex Hybrid. I have found Roshalek to be quite a bit better in this cube than it was in the previous one. And it is partially because of Proliferate, and also partially because of Green Blue just seeming to be very good generally for a lot of things. That is definitely a card I have my eye on. Also, there is Yorick. Not had the most success in the. Soltai stuff, we tried it last week to not so great success, there's also hanged Executioner, there is the Dorat, the perfect pet, the Sprite Dragon from Ikoria, the 1-1 for blue and a red flying haste and when you cast a non-creature spell, you put a counter on Sprite Dragon, it is quite good, there's also a Bastion of Remembrance, I'm not quite sure how good the token decks are, I know that white-black life gain is definitely a thing, but it actually seems to be just fine without all of that. I think right now, I want to lean on either Dorat the perfect pet, or the Sky Cat Sovereign. White Blue Flyers is also a pretty good deck. What I'm going to end up doing here is probably take more of a card like Sprite Dragon. I think even though it is two colors, it leads us to drafting one of the best decks in the format in red-blue. So let's see if we can keep developing this as we go to pack two, where we see a big rare from War of the Spark, Rawl storm conduit a planeswalker for two blue red it has four loyalty it has two abilities plus two scry one minus two you copy the next instant or sorcery you cast this turn and then it has the static effect of when you copy or cast an instant or sorcery it deals one damage to target opponent or planeswalker card is amazing love it besides that there is a an Iron Craig Pyromancer, the 04 Absolute Bomb from Throne of Eldrain. Would love to see this table. There's also a Crackling Drake, which I anticipate us tabling if we're going to lean hard into the blue red, and that is a nice little card to fit additionally onto our four drop slot alongside the raw that we are going to take here. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Borok, we just did put together two very sweet it cards one after another, but this is kind of more of an exception to the rule, don't you think, than something we could consistently rely upon? <laughs> Maybe your powers of belief are better than mine, but starting on a Sprite Dragon and a Rawl Storm Conduit is a pretty good place to be. Pick three pack one. There is a handful of cards that definitely look appealing. Electro Dominance is a great... Uh, instant variant of a fireball, X red red, instant, deal X damage to a target and then cast a spell for X or less without paying its monocost from your hand. Really good. There's also an electrostatic field. However, I think the card we just have to take is Murmuring Mystic. This card is insane. If we could just pick up a handful of instants or sorceries, this one five for four, that lets you make a one one blue creature token with flying every time you cast an instant or sorcery spell, is just so very good it's really hard to answer in the format as the removal is just a little bit worse in this cube and it produces so much value as there is a good suite of blue and red spells if we can find that silent departure we will silently be taking some good wins out of this draft (sighs) Borak, i know i talk about silent departure a lot but that card is just everything i want and more let's go to pick four pack one really want to find some more removal well we ask and we shall receive. We see a Shivan Fire, the massive Dominaria Common, one red kicker four instant deals two damage to any to a target. If you kick it, it deals four instead. Great bit of removal. Besides that, there is a Lonely Sandbar and a Rogren Trium. Hopefully, anticipating tabling one of these cycling lands, but this nice bit of removal is going to happily make our pack as we go to pick five. Well, now we kind of have to make a little bit of an interesting choice between later game and more tempo y in this pick so there's a dragon fodder which is kind of at the bottom of the cards that i want to take there is a supreme will the two and a blue instant counter target spell unless this controller pays three or as another mode you can look at the top four cards your library put one into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in any order and then there's lol mages domination the Mind Control from ZNR, a card that I still adore. You don't even need to hit that threshold of eight cards in your opponent's yard. Steal their two drop and just watch yourself go to town. I think we're going to pick that up right now between the Murmuring Mystic, Rawl, and Dorat. Though Dorat is a nice tempo card, we can start to dip more into the Control E package with having this Lull Mage's Domination. As we go to pick six, This has some pieces of that really good, aggressive tempo deck. Like a Phoenix of Ash, like a Departed Deckhand. This is going to boil down, though, to three cards. Grim Lava Mancer, the 1-1 classic uh, in Jumpstart more recently, that allows you to exile two cards from your graveyard, and it deals two damage to any targets. There's also an Ox of Agonis, the 4-2 that discards your hand, draws 3, and then it can escape. A 5 mana, 4-2, okay. And then we have Nico Bolas the Ravager. Boy, oh boy, Nico Bolas is some pain. 4-4 four four Flyer for Grixis and 1. It has each opponent discard a card when it ETBs and then you can transform it. I think I'm willing to take this Nico Bolas and try to maybe just mise a little bit on potentially getting some color fixing and going into the Grixis control package. If we can make it happen, really good stuff there. Pick seven. Couple cards stand out here. There is an experimental overload. The sorcery from M21 that makes a XX Blue-Red Weird Creature Token and then returns an Instant or Sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. The power and toughness of the token is, of course, equal to the instance or sorceries in your graveyard. Then there's also Vantress Gargoyle. Man, I do love a Vantress Gargoyle. Five-four flyer for one and a blue. It mills a card as a tapping creature, and then it can't attack unless you have se- unless the opponent has seven or more cards in their graveyard, and then it can't block unless you have four more cards in hand. This card, I think, is just going to be our pick. It's very, very nice. It fits beautifully on the curve. We've got a lot on four. I'm pretty hesitant to take another four drop after the way we've started, and it also can just provide a lot of early and late game equity. Pick eight is a very easy fight with fire. This is the kicker... Spell from Dominaria as well, 5 damage to target creature, and then if you kick it, to make it a total cost of 7 red-red, yeah, pretty expensive, it can deal 10 damage divided as you choose amongst any number of targets. It's a sorcery spell, it's a removal spell, could not ask for much more with that pick. Pick 9, oh. This is our opening pack, the Fiend Artisan, the Rochelec table. I know I spoke very highly about it, and I still believe it's quite good. We're definitely not in that plan, and it is definitely a card that can table, because its cost requirements are so crazy. And then, of course, we have a Curiosity. I'll take the Curiosity, but I don't think we're going to be in that build as this deck stands. Sure enough, we tabled the Cackling drink, but there's also the Ironcrag Pyromancer. I think I'm going to go with the Pyromancer right now, and see if we can maybe make the Nicobullus work. I think that keeping that dream alive is just as good as taking the Crackling Drake. Electa Dominance is still in this other table pack alongside electrostatic Static Field. I think I'm going to go with the field here. That might be crazy. It's a little too crazy, I think. No, I'm just going to go with the Electa Dominance. The card is just very, very good. And we tabled the Rogran Triome. We're looking pretty good here, and we tabled the Supreme Will. Clearly, we have found our lane, and wow. The Ox and the Phoenix of Ash tabled. We'll take the Ox. We're definitely not a Phoenix-type deck. And we also pick up a late Burning Prophet, the 1-3 from War of the Spark, for one and a red. Whenever you cast an Encryche spell, it gets plus one, plus and you scry one. What a lovely piece of this deck. Wow. We're in a pretty decent place right now going into pack two, Borok. Yeah, as this deck is developing, you're right, we're actually getting to see a lot more of the tempo pieces of the blue-red deck. Maybe we might want to lean a little bit more to the control package and see if we can make the Nico work, but I'm still pretty happy cutting that card and playing some really good spell equity between our Murmuring Mystic, the Dorat, and a couple other nice control pieces we have going on here. Pick one, pack two. Runaway Steamkin is a nice little pick. There's also Thassa Deep Dwelling, the god from Theros Beyond Death, the one that blinks a creature you control. At the end of your turn. I love this card. It's not the deck we have going on here. But I love this card. There is a lot of very good ETB effects that we can recur. Cards like Gonti, for example. uh, Dinrova Horror. We're going to take Hypnox Sprite out of this kind of weak pack. Just a nice little counterspell and also Flyer. I think I'm pretty happy to pick something like that up right now and go into Pick 2, Pack 2, where we do see a Drowned Catacomb here. Maybe can keep the Nico Bullis plans alive. Besides that, there is a Skewer the Critics, a Gutter Snipe, both of which are very nice pieces for our deck. I think we can table the Gutter Snipe. The Skewer losing out of that is kind of unfortunate, but maybe we can keep these Nico Bullis dreams alive. The card is strong enough as it is. I mean, it's a 4 4 flyer for 4 that eventually transforms into an absolutely crazy planeswalker. That card is definitely good enough to try and warp your mana base around it just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Or, Typically, maybe you want to lean more to the Demir side of things, the blue black, instead of going first with the is it blue red side. But I think this is still something to experiment for science. Alongside that Rogran triumph that we picked up. Who knows maybe we can make these colors work pick three pack two speaking of making the colors work there is a temple of malice in this pack but there is also a bubble snare oh no i find that bubble snare is a really nice bit of removal in this format it's boiling down to that there's really not much else there's a sir eleanora the discerning if we want to try and get some more off of this iron craig pyromancer which right now looking like we might abandon that card but i think i can't pass up on a bubble snare hopefully we'll table this temple of malice but even though it's not an instant or sorcery the double spell potential this card can give you is good even though we're not in zendikar rising bubble snare get on the team you have been a real real happy pickup here pick four pack two quench as a counter spell is fine one in a blue counter target spell unless this controller pays two just nice just nice just nice of a card there is a double vision which is a card i would hopefully table there is a winged words as a nice draw spell and we do have three flyers right now for two hypnotic sprite Vantra gargoyle and dorit the perfect pet it might be time to pick up a Winged Words. There's also a Salundi Vision. I would love to table that card. I think I'm just going to take the Draw Spell for now. We have a lot of good removal, and I would love to just make sure that we can make all of that work. Pick five. We're going to get some more Monofixing. Our Nico bowl Streams might be alive. The Dragon God that made the appearance in our Animaniacs episode, he might be on the horizon. By the way, if you have yet to listen to Animani-Drafts, it is our episode... 42 go back and check it out it's a labor of love for me i had a lot of fun making it and if you're a fan of 90s cartoons and of course magic it is the perfect combination for you just saying pretty good i heard the guy that makes it not too shabby Steve Vince, get on to the pile pick six we see not much for us unfortunately there is a Kayla Celebrant. This is the 2-1 one for 1 red from Theros Beyond Death. Sator Shaman that when it dies, it deals 2 damage to our creature or Planeswalker and opponent controls. Kind of a replacement level 2 drop in this format in general. There is a Didn't Say Please, though. I think this is going to be my pick. Bit of control, counterspell, mills, relevant for both Low Mage's Domination and our Ventress Gargoyle. So yeah, let's go with a Didn't Say Please there and go into... Pick seven. There is a Dark Dweller Oracle, not too bad. There is a Thought Collapse, the other counterspell. I don't want to overload though on three monic counterspells, if I'm going to be honest. We could take a Psychic Corrosion and try to make the mill plan work. Yes, Blue Mill is a thing. Again, typically centered in Demir. There's Rune Crab. There's Folio Fancies. There's, of course, the Ventress that I talked about. Blah, 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 blah. But I think I'm going to take this Champion of Wits. The 2-1 for Tuna Blue. ETBs, draw 2, discard 2, and then Eternalize for 7. Kind of a nice little pickup. We can still maybe try to make this Iron Craig Pyromancer work. Whoa! Nice little card that we see here in Shipwreck Dowser sea shanty's queue up shipwreck dowser is coming to play we've got some good instants and sorceries and think about that alongside say Thassa and clone effects that are definitely in this format that card is really really nice just saying that from personal experience it's a pretty fun deck to play check it out sometimes pick nine Two. we're going to pick up a tabled runaway steamkin nice little card for us we have a fair amount of red spells obviously and it fits nicely into the curve for us and we tabled the temple of epiphany and the gutter snipe both really nice pieces for our deck. The temple allows us to keep trying to make Nico Bulis work, and I think it's just a little bit better than our gutter snipe plan. Plus, we have a lot of win cons right now. Let's just work on our mana, folks. Let's just work on our mana. Sir Eleonora is going to make our table here as we're kind of moving to garbage time. We do table the double vision, but I'd rather just have the quench as a two mana counter counterspell. Just a nice little piece, and a Spellgorger weird that we mentioned before that was in a pack. We didn't pick it up. I'll take it now. Not sure if I'll play it, but it is here, and a table drowned in the lock. Borak, we stuck our flag in this Grixis slash it control package, and we are tabling cards left and right, including this last pick Psychic Corrosion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it looks optimistic but how optimistic will it be let's go to pick one of pack three the top end is Erebos the bleak-hearted the god from Theros beyond death fine there is a Domri ironcrag feet what a blurry card there is a fabled passage as another black source for our Nico Bolus the Ravager, and a Wizard's Lightning. Nice bit of removal. I would love to take this Wizard's Lightning, but I just want to keep working on this mana. Let's just make our colors so good, and even if we don't table the Wizard's Lightning, which there's a fair chance that we might, there's still a Fairy Vandal. We can maybe find a bit more draw around the bend here with our deck. And we're going to table something out of this pack regardless. So let's work on the mana, keep the Nicobola stream alive, take the Fabled Passage, going to pick two, pack three, Temple of Deceit, more colored lands that work for us. There is a blink of an eye, which is very, very nice, fits nicely pretty much with everything we're trying to do. And there's also a Sahili Sublime Artificer, the five loyalty planeswalker for one Is It, Is It hybrid mana symbols. And whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you make a 1-1, colorless servo artifact creature token basically this is like an enchantment that can be attacked for us it's pretty good i don't know if it's great but it is pretty good i think for now though i want to take this blink of an eye the utility of this card being able to bounce anything draws a card which triggers that iron craig pyromancer which i would love to make work and i think we're pretty close to making it work in this deck just too flexible of a card for me to pass up here. Pick three, whoa, more colors for us in the form of Sulfur Falls. There is a Kroxa. Man, I love Kroxa. Kroxa is just so nice. I have Standard, Historic, and Commander all built around Kroxa. Does it make me a bad person? Probably. There is a Midnight Clock. There is a fast's Intervention as well. Boy, we are just getting all of the treats here the question is what does our deck want the most there's also a callous dismissal too i think i'm just going to go with the Thassa's intervention maybe we can try and table the sofa falls considering how the colors have been looking there's also a dragon master outcast which is not a card to sneeze at and really really nice but let's just pick up the counterspell here i love me some Thassa's intervention we're going to follow that up with a flame spill boy this card has impressed me Two and a red, instant, four damage to target creature, excess damage is dealt to its controller. So nice. The fact that it's an instant speed deal four to anything, just mm, so good. I'll pick up a shock out of our pick five. Not too exciting, but happy to have it there. Pick six, we'll not see too much here, but there is a Rawls outburst. Two blue, red, three damage, any target. Look at the top two cards, every library, one in hand, one in the graveyard. Tiny prophetic bolts is nice in our deck and pairs quite cutely with Ral Storm Conduit. Let's get that on the table. Let's get that on our stack. Happy to find it. Pick seven, not much to speak of. There is Captain Lannery Storm, but with that shipwrecked dowser, it is more sea shanty town, folks. One day when the tongue in- I get it, Borak. I'm not doing pirate tribal, but I'm kind of doing pirate effect tribal. Okay, I'll dream big. Whoa, I will dream big, though, here in Pick 8 of Pack 3. There's a Blood Crypt and there's a Fire Prophecy. There is no universe where I'm not going to take Fire Prophecy. Insane! the best common in icoria one to red three damage target creature and then you can put a card on the bottom of your library and then draw a card so good for what we're trying to do uh i hate to pass that blood crypt but i i love to see a fire prophecy pick nine we did table the wizard's lightning nice little bit of removal we're gonna take that pretty happy with it and the sahili sublime artificer also tabled wow we still took our claim and we are getting rewarded and we table the sulphur falls as well just going to take that for color fixing regardless of whatever else is in that pack which is very very nice this deck has turned out and we are going to have to try and figure out how to cut what looks right now in our stack to be 36 cards including seven non-basics how are we going to boil it down to 40 well the only way to find out is to tune in take a break get a snack. I'll see you back in a few TikToks of the drafting clock. Stick around, my lucky lounge rats. Yes, Borak, the lens loves you. Work it, my bear friend. Work it. We need to get these into your portfolio. You're going to be a modeling hit, my friend, but we got to get them tangible, you know? It can't just be on the phone. Of course, I forgot about Free Prints, the free app for your iPhone or Android that lets you print all of those photos for free. You get a 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year, and you pay just a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. My lucky lounge rats, this is your call to action. Freeprints.com, world's favorite app enjoy professional real quality free prints great for gifts no subscriptions no commitments freeprints.com come on borak let's snap a few more photos before going to the website these photos are so good the milan runway is the next stop for you my friend Welcome back, all of my unlucky lounge rats. I hope you've refreshed, refueled, and are ready to return to, well, if you noticed the title of this episode, How to Force the Dragon God into Your Deck. Yes, we did end up making the choice to play our Nico Bullis the Ravager, the 4-4 flying flip dragon planeswalker that is just such a good card, friends. This card is great. It's wonderful in the early, forcing your opponent to discard a card and then you get to transform it into a game-ending Planeswalker. If we have the opportunity to play this card, we should. Even if it gets removed early, it can clear the way for some of our other control pieces to really shine. And honestly, we did such a good job with making our mana work that we're not gonna have that much problems with the commitment of colors on our deck. We're running four islands and five mountains and we have 10 of each of those color sources as we are primarily in that is it red blue color pair, which gives us the liberty to play two swamps and have four black sources for our singular big bomb. I'm excited to make this card work and I really think after we laid out the very large number of playables and honed in on exactly what the best part of our deck is going to be that our controlly based cards rather than our tempo based cards are going to lead us to more wins with the variety of deck that I think we drafted. This includes a really nice removal package in Shiven Fire, Bubble Snare, Fire Prophecy, Fight with Fire, Flame spell, even that Lol Mage's Domination, and Electo Dominance as a top-end game-winning tiered Instant and Sorcery spell. This is a really nice interactive package. We are going to answer everything our opponents are doing. That alongside as well, having, say, Supreme Will and Hypnotic Sprite quench as a decent counterspell package. Not great, but good enough to complement the removal that we have at both sorcery and instant speed. We also have that kind of cute trinity of planeswalker control. We mentioned, of course, the flip dragon god planeswalker of Nico Bullis the Ravager, that early Rawlstorm conduit, and the Sahili sublime artificer that we tabled late in pack three. I think this is going to be a nice little complementing triangle of some good Planeswalker value. That, alongside Murmuring Mystic as well, we're going to generate a lot of token permanents just by casting our good spells. When it comes to those last few playables, we had to first off cut Captain Lannery Storm. I know. I'm sad too. It gave us some good Sea Shanty equity, but it's just not good enough in the control deck that we are trying to build. Have a plan, folks, have a plan. Speaking of plan, you think that a card like Spell Gorger Weird would be very much on plan with all of our control pieces, but I just think there's too much good blue bounce and decent removal in the kill something with a toughness of two or less, like say a dead weight or all of the different red removal spells that we even have in our deck that Spellgorger Weird just has a little skip behind. If we were, say, the red deck that looks to curve one, two, three, and then double spell on 4 and top deck and maybe use some land equities off of Castle Embryth, then maybe the Spellgorger Weird works very well, but we're not that deck. In the same vein, we also cut our Runaway Steamkin. Same kind of card, better to curve in, say, a mono-red strategy. Our final cuts... We decided to cut a wizard's lightning. We don't have that many wizards. And additionally, it is the worst of our removal spells that we have. Might as well just cut that. And sadly, though we talked about it throughout the draft, Iron Craig Pyromancer ended up in the sideboard. I know, I'm sad too. I love this card. It was insanely good in Throne of Eldraine as it was one of a few really solid payoffs that would lean you into the blue-red double draw spells deck, but here it's just not quite there. I mean, when it comes to card draw, we have say our Champion of Wits, which I think is going to do some nice work, we've got our Blink of an Eye, and really that's it. Rawls Outburst puts a card in our hand, same with the Thassa's Intervention. I think just cutting a card that doesn't have that much interaction in our deck is way more reasonable than trying to jam it in there with only a handful of cards that can actually trigger it. And so we kept the Champion of Wits, cut the other things, and now we have ourselves a deck. But how will the deck perform? Will it get us our first W in a while here on Friday Night Podcast? Only way to find out. Is for us to play it out. Here we go, friends. Did forcing the Dragon God turn out to be a success for us? One, two, three, four. Is this just a little bit over the top, my lucky lounge rats? Possibly. I mean, I'm calling back to the infancy of the internet memes, but you know. I don't know, I was trying to find songs to play while doing our draft portion of this episode, and I was thinking about songs with dragons and gods, and this just sprang to my heart. Is Nico Bolas actually the Trogdor of the MTG universe? Probably not, but again, this is just too funny to pass up. At me, friends, at me. Here we go, we have our opening hand, Temple of Epiphany, Island Mountain, Hypnotic Sprite, Windward's Words, Rawl, Storm Conduit, and Shipwreck Dowser. Makes for a nice little keep here. The Scribe with the temple will help us figure out if we want to run out the Hypnotic Sprite on two to go into a nice winged words on three We find another island I actually do want more mana just to make sure that we're shoring up what we have here in our holes So I think we're just gonna take that and I'll probably just run out the Hypnotic Sprite on turn two here And then have a nice little draw on turn three with the winged words if we draw something like say our uh, Our Shiv and Fire that would actually be a nice little uh, kind of taking advantage of all of our mana. Nyx Fleece Ram, the 05, 1 and a white, Enchantment Creature Sheep. <laughs> At the beginning of your upkeep, you gain a life. What a cute little card there. We did draw our Rogrin Triumph, so we can play it tapped and still cast our wing words and draw two. That's, that's pretty good. Thank you, Trogdor, appreciate it. Draw two, attack with a 2-1 flyer in the air. Pretty decent place for us to be. We drew a Drowned Catacomb and an Ox of Agonis off of that Winged Words. So now we've got our Splash. Ooh, uh-oh. They just played Sun Crown. That, after a Nyx Fleece Ram, is kind of temperamental. They're going to be able to make this into a... Ooh, boy. Really, really big. We did draw Fire Prophecy. So, we can cast the Rawl, Scry 1, and then we could double up the Fire Prophecy, as long as they don't put two counters onto the Nyx Fleece Ram, which they could do. They spend their turn trying to do it. Ooh, we just saw the Shivan Fire. That's actually pretty good. That might actually solve our problem, because we can double that up instead. So we're going to keep that on top. So it looks like we're going to have the pieces that we need to interact with, more than likely anything that they plan to do here, but they will have a 1-6 Nyx Fleece Ram after the life gain and the counter being put onto it. Then they go Ephemia the Cacophony. What a cute little play there. They're really getting their enchantment equity off of all of their cards. They're going to attack the rawl, and they're also not going to give the Nyx Fleece Ram lifelink. That seems very important for us, actually, because now we have the possibility to potentially be able to get this Ephemia down as well as the Nyx Fleece Ram. The question is, how are we going to handle this? It's going to be a little tricky. I think step one is I want to take care of the Nyx Fleece Ram because it's just going to keep generating them countless, just consistently. Even though they might get a 2-2 black zombie creature token, I think that's probably worth it compared to to them being able to continue to have a uh, a really really solid uh, continuous counter and life game synergy that they have gone on here. So we're going to double up Rawl, and we are going to cast Fire Prophecy twice now. And I think I'm going to kick the Shivan Fire to do it because it's going to be the most mana efficient for me. And then next turn I can still Fire Prophecy and get their two other creatures. So, we're losing out on double Fire Prophecy, but we really don't need to. I'll double Fire Prophecy if that's an option available to me. And be able to put two lands on the bottom would be cool. Right now our hand consists of Island, Shipwreck Dowser, Ox of Agonis, and Fire Prophecy along with five lands and our Hypnotic Sprite. So if we can get to that point, great. Uh, if if not, uh, we'll probably just spam off the of Fire Prophecy and just get one land away. That'll be just fine. But Raul is doing Raul things, and hopefully the Nyx Fleece Ram is going to be down. And they'll certainly make a zombie out of this, us killing the Nyx Fleece Ram. But we're taking care of some stuff. We'll leave back the Hypnotic Sprite so they can't... Uh, they have to do a little bit more work to kill our Raul. I imagine they probably will have the opportunity to. Oh no, they just cast Divine Visitation with Ephemia. That is not something I was expecting to have happen, wow. Well, now they've got a 4-4 Flying Vigilance Angel for all of my trouble, my goodness. Well, we just drew our Fable Passage, so we're doing okay on mana. We could just shoot down the Flying Angel right now, and they have to have now another card in order to continue to produce more angels. I think that's probably worth it, so. Here goes the Fire Prophecy, going to double seek out the uh, Angel token. So yeah, if we can find another removal spell for the 2-1 off of our double rummaging, that would be some nice business. And this roll is also dealing a lot of incidental 1 bits of damage along the way too. I mean, we have our opponent down to 14, and considering they went Heliod into Nyx Fleece Ram, that's not irrelevant. That is something. We're, we're getting there. All right, so we uh, rummaged an island and found another island. Let's do that again. <laughs> and we did find a flame spell. Okay, that's pretty cool. So we'll probably save that flame spell, my guess, uh, for whatever token they try to produce it, that can kill one to two angels. Oh boy, they just cast an Anointer Priest. That is going to be anointing. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh no, Time Rat calls the dead. That's really bad for us. They're gonna be able to probably make now two to three angels a turn. Oh, that's really bad. Well, let's see how this Time Rat does, whether well, they mill. They did get two creatures, one of which being an enchantment. Oh, this is unfortunate, my unlucky lounge rats. Now the question is, can we potentially keep up with all of this Divine Visitation Heliod business that's going on on their side? They got to gain a life as well, so they're gonna be putting a counter onto the angel. So I'm gonna to have to use the flame spill here and take care of that four before it, becomes a, before it becomes a five, five. Sadly, they are going to be able to make another five, five at end of turn. It's not looking good for us, but we're gonna keep fighting. We're gonna keep fighting. The best thing that they could do right now is to, yeah, swing with the ephemia, but they are too smart to do that. All right, well, Shipwreck Dowser is going to get back a flame spell. We'll be able to take care of at least one of their tokens. Not two, but it's going to be tricky. We have Rawl, that can continue to do Rawl things, which is nice. But that Anointer Priest into the timer calls the dead after a Divine Visitation might have sealed it for us kind of quickly here. We're going to play our Swamp. We're just going to get all of our cards out of our hand here. Uh Rall is going to Scry. And then we'll probably use the shipwreck dowser to bring back another removal spell. Quench is not gonna do it for us, so that's gonna go on the bottom with the ScryF of Rawl. And let's get the Shipwreck Dowser down. And I mean I suppose maybe we are gonna just have to fire prophecy the Ephemia, but truthfully the timer calls a dead. it dead. Is going I mean, I guess it's better to end with them ending up with two five fives as opposed to continuously being able to put out some five fives. Yeah, I think we're just going to have to use that removal now on the Emphemia. It's a little rough, but maybe Ox can help us draw into a little bit more uh, equity. But I'd much rather them get a single 5-5 five, five a turn rather than 2. And we'll lose our roll here. We're not going to put that Ox. That Ox is actually a draw 3 for us. Nice little 4-2 draw 3. Not too bad, not too bad. We might actually... If we can top deck a nice little uh, bounce spell, like if we... If we can find our blink of an eye, we could double copy it and then bounce the two angels. That's not bad. That could be a potential way for us to dig ourselves out of this hole. And the cast release the dogs. To make four more five five flying angels. Well, thinking about my deck, I don't think there is a out to this, if I'm gonna be honest. They have a lot of 5-5 five, five Flying Vigilance Angels. Turns out Divine Visitation is quite the card, friends. It is quite the card, and it's doing quite the work alongside a really excellent synergistic draw from our opponent. We'll, uh, we'll cast our Ox here, but I think it's all over but the Crying. Maybe we can put together something silly? It doesn't really look like it. Oh, unfortunately, the losing streak continues with another L here on Friday Night Podcast. Oh, what a shame, friends. But honestly, I think this deck is pretty good. I think it's going to operate really nicely, and I look forward to playing the rest of this deck out. Having played a lot of similar decks to this one, I think it's pretty on-scale and has some really good spell components and control components, alongside, of course, our dragon god, Long May He Reign. Well, let's be honest, he didn't reign very well, and he's in a prison realm. Very Superman-esque, wouldn't you think, in the fandom zone? Anyway, <laughs> uh, forgive the side nerd out, and if you want to see some other similar decks that we have drafted, find us on the other socials. In particular, Twitch, twitch.com backslash draft and draft Corey. We have some odds on there of some really sweet trophy decks that we put together. Check those out. Same as well, check us out on YouTube, on Twitter, Draft and Draft Corey, Instagram, Corey Damone Enriquez as well. And if you want to be a time traveler, that's right, a time traveler, join us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash draft and draft because your Friday night comes early. This episode releases on Thursday. That's right, you get to Friday on Thursday when you join our patronage. I think we can all universally agree as well that we would all like to get to Fridays just a little bit sooner. Well, friends, it looks like I found the bottom of my drink, and so we've reached the end of another episode. My name is Cory, joined alongside Borak, and this has been Draft and Draft. Friday night podcast edition. Now go out there and make some magical cube memories of your own. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.